I'm Jerry McGreer. I'm Chris Mosier. And this is Non-Human Biologics, the podcast that's not afraid to look you directly in the eye after staring for too long at Bigfoot's boobies. And we are back with more X-Files. Chris, how are you today, my friend? I'm friends? doing okay, Jeremy. I'm doing okay. How are you? I'm doing good. This is the first time we recorded since releasing the podcast. And I just yeah. want to say um, thank you to uh, Banshee Beat, Heather Millette, uh, for their contribution and their work on the File After File song. It came out beautifully. Uh, mm-hmm. it's, it's a bop. It's a, it's, it's a, a great bop. It's an earworm. It's just, it's really fucking good. I get in my head. I had it stuck in my head for weeks yeah. while I was working on the video. Um, if you, if y'all haven't seen that, check out the YouTube, uh, it's youtube.com slash monster of the week podcast, I believe. Uh, and the, it's the very first video on there. You won't, you won't be able to miss it. We, I think we did a fantastic job on it. Everybody involved did really well. And the, the feedback has been amazing. Yeah, thanks everybody for showing up to to watch the video, to to watch us live stream when we announced it, and uh, for listening to the podcast. It's a- yeah, absolutely. We I just want to say thank you because y'all don't have to do that, and people release new podcasts all the time, especially on like popular TV shows. And there's no no nowhere you're not obligated to do this stuff no. <laughs> at no. all. So thank you so much for showing up, and thank you so much for spreading the word. We've got some reviews. Um, I'm not going to read the reviews, Chris, because um, I think that might be a little too pandering even for us. Uh, but I do want to <laughs> shout out the people who, where is our podcast on this? Damn, Chris, we are third if you search X-Files on, on Apple wow. Podcast right now. I just I was scrolling wow. down to the page. We're directly below Kumail Nanjani's The X-X-Files and whatever this other one is. Um Oh, it's Buffering, the show that I forgot about. That, that, that I didn't realize they were doing X Files. I didn't. I specifically yeah. said we weren't going to do Buffy because of Buffering, and then they did an X Files podcast three weeks before we did. So yay for them! <laughs> uh, but I do want to shout out there some reviewers. Uh, I love hugs. Uh, Mikey's aunt, Jay Hale, uh, NC Two WA. Um, thank you for leaving some great reviews um, on Apple Podcasts. We very, very much appreciate it. I'm going to try to keep up with those. If you can leave reviews on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, that's great. I've been talking for a long time, Chris. I don't know what to do next. What do we do next on this show? You tell me. Last what's... time. Thank you. On the X-Files, Mulder and Scully investigated the case of a missing girl at an alleged UFO hotspot at Lake Okoboji, Jeremy. Uh, and while the girl was returned, questions remain. Was mm. the disappearance caused by aliens oh. or bikers? Who knows? <laughs> Who's to say? Who's to then say after, who the real villain is? <laughs> after a heated run-in with the NSA, we finally learned a bit more about the passion at the heart of Mulder's quest for the truth and the fate of his sister. This week, we're covering X-Files Season 1, Episode 5, The Jersey Devil. The murder of a homeless man, which is very similar in detail to a murder committed in 1947, leads Mulder and Scully to a legendary man-beast roaming in the forest Dude. near Atlantic City. This aired on October 8th, 1993, was directed by Joe Napolitano, and was written by Chris Carter himself. Uh, oh. you're, you're, from the, you're from this area. Is the New Jersey Devil a thing? Autumn knew about Yo, it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Jersey Devil's definitely a thing. Yeah, this yeah, is... Um, this was, did I you mean, grow Scully up with puts this? it as... I I mean no not really I just had Sasquatch I just had regular Bigfoot but Jersey Devil is definitely a thing. Um, okay. It's a uh, I had heard about it certainly but yeah East East Coast Bigfoot is a good way to describe it I think it's got a little bit more of a difference in the lore. Mm-hmm. Um, but I you know you know me I was a classic uh, Patterson Gimlin Bigfoot kind of guy. Of course of course yes. Let me, uh, let me make sure that that's the right thing. That yeah, good. do some live, do some live fact checking. That's the that's the kind of audio that we want to put out there. Yeah, it's the Patterson Gimlin film. Google it if you've never seen it. Yes, you have seen it. Speaking <laughs> of um, audio, I forgot to mention this at the top of the podcast. We had some reports. There's there's some um, 
weird chatter at the end of these episodes. We, oh god, I, I kind of we we kind of went through the same thing with Thinking Face, and I thought we had put it to bed with Still as Kingdom Keeps. Some, some 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 technical demons are in there. So if you're listening all the way to the very end and you're he- hearing weird stuff, I, I I don't really know. I don't know what's going on back there just yet. I'm trying to fix it. So we'll, I'll we'll check get... my mic. You know, I, <laughs> yeah, maybe yeah. it's just picking up up something, but we'll see. Uh, we're gonna start out in New Jersey, 1947, three miles outside of Atlantic City. All of my like city knowledge, Atlantic City knowledge comes from Boardwalk Empire, the one of the best shows on HBO. <laughs> so this is my this is my kind of this is my perspective. This is your moment. This, this is, is my moment. moment. Yeah, yeah. Where's Nucky? I need to know where Nucky is in 1947. Uh, we have a family driving down, singing the bingo song, which is like one of my worst nightmares. Uh, when they yeah, get definitely. a fl- flat tire, uh, this dude uh, is trying to change the flat tire. Uh, does not have anybody to change his to hold his flashlight, so he promptly drops it down a hill and has to go chase it down. Um, he grabs it, but as soon as he goes back to go to the car, he's yanked into the woods and is gone. And something drops, something drags poor Paul off into the woods. Uh, the next day, the cops are out with dogs looking for him. Uh, they find him with his legs eaten off, but they also find something else. Uh, they run mm. over to this cave, point their guns into it, and just start bl- blasting yeah. into it. They remark that whatever's in this cave is as tall as a house before opening fire. So you know that shit's serious. Tall as, um, as what house? What? I mean, like... A single story... Um, 1947 house. Yeah, that's got to be like what seven foot tops. Like they, that's they seven build foot because they were short back then. They were yeah, only yeah. four foot tops back then. So <laughs> they, we grew a lot after the war. <laughs> Everybody grew after the war. That was the one big thing. That was the one big accomplishment that the war did. Um, um, we get our OP, and then we're back in present day with uh, Mulder for some reason reading a men's magazine centerfold um, about a, an alien abduction. Um, where Scully comes in and kind of gives him a hard time. Like, okay, sorry to interrupt. Uh, there's always just this this casual uh, bizarreness to everything going on with him. Like, he's not ashamed to be looking at this because he's like, no, I'm not looking at like a porno mag. I'm reading the articles but because it's got some like scandalous report in it. But here's the thing. You've got the centerfold stretched out, my friend. <laughs> like, True. You're not as reading the articles I'm, if as, you've got the centerfold stretched know, out. <laughs> they don't put the articles on those pages. I, I'm just, I haven't looked at a lot in my life, but Chris, I have looked at some. <laughs> I will say, I've never seen... Mulder's I've, looking for like signs of like incisions or like alien scars. It, 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 on this. Exa- anyway. Yeah, anyway. Yeah, tattoos, tattoos of fucking polka dot This patterns. could be considered a form of sexual harassment in the workplace, so put that away, Easy. Mulder. You're lucky that Absolutely. Scully is so understanding. L- um, lucky this is the 90s and not the, well, it's probably still shitty in, this, in the FBI right now, to be honest yeah. with you. Yeah. Scully has a case. They found yeah. a, uh, a body outside Atlantic City. Not which... even a case to work on. Just one that sounds interesting that yeah, she yeah. wants to tell him about. This is, this is the, this, I found this fascinating because this is definitely like classic supernatural style. Like, yeah. This sounds like our type of thing, Sammy, situation, except that she's not even really saying that. She's just saying, you're not going to believe what I heard down at the fucking calf. Yeah. <laughs> like, this is amazing don't, don't bring that to Mulder because he's gonna take it seriously yeah Mulder immediately and is like oh yeah this sure is enough the he's in the devil. file cabinet yeah he's in the file cabinet so fast he already knows to go to J Jersey Devil he's in there dude D for Devil J for Jersey he's, yeah, he's it's, immediately it's that's Devil comma Jersey Devil comma Jersey not to be accused with Devil comma Catholic yes that's right um, he's already he's in the files he's, he's going file after file he's getting in there and he's like hey this sounds exactly like uh, a case from the ni- 1947 um the cold open if you've seen it but yeah this case about a person getting eaten um quickly devolves into a conversation about the jersey devil 
uh, Scully aptly compares it to basically being a, an East Coast Bigfoot. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's really there's no reason to go along with this. That's it. That's the end of it. But Mulder is already like putting in an order to get a car. Oh yeah, we're, we're <laughs> so they up. can drive out there. We need another eleven thousand dollars, Mister Uncle yeah. Sam, to go to the to to go to Jersey. Uh, even though it's like a train ride away from Washington D.C., I'm sure. Yeah. Um. But they, we head over to meet the coroner, and uh, this is a lady who I believe is in Supernatural in some way. I was I, I, I looked her up at the time, and I didn't. I don't know why I didn't write it down. I think I was re- watching this with the intention of immediately recording with you afterwards, and then we didn't do that for several weeks. <laughs> so yeah. Some of my some of my information may be, may be wrong, but she looks really familiar. And I want to say she shows up in Supernatural. There's a lot of shared territory. A lot of crossover. Um, someone pointed out in the, I don't know if you saw this in the Discord, the hotel that Skulder, Skulder, it's going to constantly happen. Mulder and Scully stay at in the second episode um, is a same hotel that uh, Sam and Dean stay at at some point. Ah. So it's lots of lots of cool stuff like that we can, we can little, find. Little Easter eggs. Um, this is, I was going to say that the, the coroner here is one of like the few good guys in this town. Actually, mm-hmm. that's false. Uh, she is one of the good guys. However, everybody in this town seems like very helpful, very nice, very willing to help except for the lead detective that's the atlantic city city that knuckles that nucky made that's that's yeah. that's, that's all steve you see me that's his lasting yeah. legacy on atlantic city Bastard. Uh, she 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 confirms that these bite marks on this dude are human and she thinks that it's some sort of large adult male uh the local police department shows up this is the detective he absolutely hates the fbi he's very defensive about the fbi being here mm-hmm. um scully is like yeah that like a little bit later scully is like yeah dude you would be the same way if like if this was your case and you had some rando walking in like you would you would be defensive and Walter's like mm-hmm. uh i'll tell you what uh i'm gonna stay here and i'm gonna kind of do some digging around even though i'm very specifically been told not to and this is out of my jurisdiction uh why don't you stay with me and she's like no i've got like like family i've got my godson's yeah i have birthday a godson's party. birthday party yeah. i love the thread of Scully trying to have a life outside of work starts with a godson's birthday. Godson's birthday party. I'm gonna be. This sounds like something you you have. Like I don't have a godson's birthday party. But my like, godson is is technically my nephew. Yeah, so I got yeah. a nephew. Well, they knew better than that. They did. I didn't even get invited to that party. Yeah, right, <laughs> they right. absolutely knew better than to ask me. Yeah. Um, so Mulder tells her to go home and it's time for him to hit the casino uh but he's not there just to gamble chris he's no, there he's just at the phone booth <laughs> he's at the phone book so he can call the park service uh at, meanwhile he's dodging folks that are like fucking checking the chain returned change return yeah. thing and, a, and a pay phone which is something like i know i've been like king 90s nostalgia but i've re- like vividly remember doing this as a child and i hadn't forgotten i had for completely forgotten about it until <laughs> i saw this of like going to an arcade and like checking for quarters in the phone thing to see if i could get a free game out of something and like never finding it and th- yeah i don't know this is a weird moment for me i guess is what i'm trying it's to say all, it's gonna this show will probably unlock a lot of uh old <sighs> buried memories someone um, put me under hypnosis so they can <laughs> i can tell you all about my 90s lifestyle the funniest part about Scully before she leaves, uh, her her biggest issue isn't Mulder hanging around in an area that's not his jurisdiction, do, going directly against a lead detective. It's the, she's like, I don't want to drive back three hours yeah. alone in Friday night traffic. <laughs> it's a three like, hour drive. Are, who am I gonna talk to? What am I gonna do in three it's hours? It's so boring. Yeah, this is there's nothing between these two towns. We had to knuckle. Nucky had to build the interstate here to get. The, 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 anyway, doesn't matter. Um, he. 
Mulder contacts the park service guy, uh, who is the person that found the body. He meets up with them at the park. I love this guy. I love this dude too. Down to a earth. park ranger who's seen some shit. He's down to earth. He's willing to help, but he's still trying to stay in the straight and narrow. You know, you gotta love a guy like that. He's he's never seen anything like this, but uh, he also confirms they don't really get a lot of homeless traffic because they're scared of the devil in the woods, and he has seen. Yeah. A lot of weird stuff, namely a large naked man coming out of a copse of trees and sniffing all over the place. Uh, and he, he thinks that this 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 large naked man sniffed him and then ran away, having having detected his sin. I love the way that this guy tells the story because it's building suspense, and he, oh, you know, yeah. it's, they just do a really good job with the scene. But him saying the way that the guy walked out and that's strange, and I'm you know sixty yards away, but he sniffs around, and by that he's able to make direct eye contact with me, and then once he sees me, he bolts. And just the way that he lays all of that out, I you know it's not necessarily scary, but it gives you you know it gives you that little that little vibe. And I really appreciate that they took this quiet moment to have this guy tell the story because I feel like from here it, all that kind of gets thrown out the window. We don't stay around with the uh, with the spooky vibe in this one but i i appreciated this man's story i also like that he he talks about like finding scat in the woods he finds half-eaten animal corpses he finds deer bones fashioned into tools and he's yeah. like but you know i'm not ready to go on the record about anything <laughs> i'm not yeah <laughs> uh and then Mulder decides to do something which in 2023 seems fucking impossible to me which is i'm gonna walk back to my hotel from the park like this just yeah. seems like and as he's walking he goes into uh, well i guess we'll get to that in a minute he just decides to like walk back a couple of miles uh and then we skip over to scully's uh godson's party um who i think i have a note in here that says he runs straight into a wall <laughs> yeah i don't know this dumbass uh <laughs> this little kid's got a gorilla mask on because we're doing this bigfoot uh-huh, vibe and this, uh-huh. these little kids are all running around this birthday party and boom kid runs straight into a wall like a, like an idiot like a fucking idiot and guess- for some reason scully's there <laughs> your mom's adult female friend is there this is got pick you up. This is her, this is his aunt, right? Like this is his sister's. Yeah. This is it's, the, it's effectively it's effectively an aunt situation, but no, it's still she, she's she, his godmother. She but they're not related. But they they're not related. They, they don't. I no, thought he specific- she specifically says godson like a freak. Oh, okay. I thought that I thought she said something about her sister. Um, but doesn't matter. Uh, she says that she compliments the sister, or she compliments this, the mom on how she's so good at you know organizing birthday parties where kids are screaming and wearing gorilla masks, and says it's just not really my type of thing. Um. And then the sister asked about the new partner, Mulder, and he's and Scully responds, he's a jerk. Well, he's not a jerk, but... Uh, he's obsessed with his work. He's obsessed with his work, which sounds like... She also remarks, oh, I thought you said he was cute. She's like, yeah, well, he thinks that he's a fucking alien, so yeah. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. This one's going to be a little <laughs> weird she's one. like, yeah, he's a jerk. Well, he's not a jerk, but he's obsessed with his work. Hard cut back to Mulder in the fucking woods, woods. in his suit and tie. <laughs> like... <laughs> It's dress shoes. I walked to pick up my car today from the shop. 15 minutes. Unfortunately, it was pouring rain. And halfway there, I thought, "What? I, this is impossible. And I had like rain gear on. I had running sneakers, so I was prepared. good to move. And even that, I thought, this sucks ass. How how can I do this? Mulder, granted, it's a beautiful day, but he's got those dress shoes on. He's wearing that suit and tie. I just think, brother, what's going on with you? What is happening? What's going on? What the is park going- ranger could have driven you back. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> they uh we go back over to the birthday party uh and there's a knock on the door and this is when a uh a, a i called him a homeless dad in my a, notes i a, don't a know handsome why <laughs> divorced dad some divorced dad uh the i keep calling her the sister the 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 godson's mother is like helpfully mouths the word divorced to scully uh <laughs> meanwhile Mulder hits like fucking atlantic city skid row like this is the outskirts where all the homeless live this isn't the tourist attraction uh 
Um, he's headed to a local like homeless mission where he's going to ask about this deceased homeless guy, their victim. No one really wants to talk to him, of course, except for one crazy dude who wants to show him something. And this is where the episode takes a huge turn for me. And I absolutely just adore how wacky this get. He, this guy leads Mulder to an, to an alley. And I'm like, Mulder, Mulder's about to get caught. <laughs> he's about to get just fucking yeah. slashed to death. Yeah. I don't know what's about to happen. Um, he kind of basically just straight up asks for money. Uh, Mulder's like, yeah, here's $20. The guy bends down to like this uh, shelter that he has made out of garbage, pulls out a baggie with a drawing in it, and it's a drawing of a large naked man. And he describes like this dude. And the drawing is so like cartoonishly simple. And Mulder's staring at it as if it's a photographic evidence of the Loch Ness yeah. Monster. He thinks this it's, is like Mona Lisa this too. Is, this is like, I, I, he's thinking in his head. You can just see it in his eyes. Got him. I fucking got him. Got him. I pe- fucking got him. I'm gonna I can s- feel I can he's just just out of reach. Like, he's so close. Like, I, I, cannot, I cannot wait to send this to Penthouse. They are gonna publish this and I am <laughs> gonna, gonna be the Also, envy this guy of the didn't even boards. draw it. He said he found it in the pocket of a jacket. <laughs> <laughs> I did I forgot about that note. <laughs> he just found it. <laughs> it's just something that And he, he put it in a little baggie to keep it safe. Uh Mulder g- comes up with this idea. Uh it says, Hey, why don't you take my hotel room for the night? I'm going to take your hotel room. I'm going to take your yeah. shanty town that you have built, that you have made. At first, uh, I thought it was just Mulder being really nice, no. being like, "You're down on your luck. I got a room. You know, go warm, warm bed, take a shower, enjoy yourself." And uh, in a way, got it is. HBO. It is that they they do ask, "Hey, they got HBO," which I thought was. But really, fun. he's just trying to get him to scram so he could camp out in his fort. But I mean, at the same time, he could have just kicked the dude out. He could have pulled the FBI card and been an asshole about it, True. right? And be like, "You need to True. get the fuck out of here." Like we get, could have rustled up the local PD, but instead, he, you know, hey, here's my hotel key. Uh, which again, if I'm if I'm the guy managing <laughs> the expense account at the FBI <laughs> for the X Files, you needed eleven thousand dollars, and you ran up a five hundred dollar HBO bill. What did you? What were you watching? How many episodes of Real Sex can you go through my friend um all of them every single one mother every single one uh Mulder decides to stake out the alleyway in the hope of catching this jersey devil and uh, eventually later that night he does see something it is a furtive large naked man who is digging through the trash uh Mulder gets closer but this thing scents him just like they scented the uh park ranger and this thing runs off and I wrote cheeks glistening in the night if you were wondering what definitely my... I wrote the same thing yeah. excellent good good I'm glad we're on the same wavelength here uh maybe it was maybe Maybe it was in the subtitles. It just seems so obvious. It was <laughs> just, I mean, they were glistening in the moonlight, Chris. I mean, I'm not yeah. saying it just in yeah. the other alleyway. There's, you know, there's the fucking devil dancing in the, in the, in the moonlight. And then over here, cheeks glistening. So yeah, I, t- I pick this alley every night. You know what I mean? Oh, Only absolutely. Yeah. I'd always go with cheeks over devils. Any, Definitely. <laughs> absolutely. Definitely. Uh, Mulder tries to follow, but this thing is sticking to the rooftops. Yeah. Uh, and for some reason, uh, Mulder decides to stop and whistle. Yeah. Yeah. And it turns around and comes back as if it, it's a dog. <laughs> like, why did he think what? to do that? I told no, man. It's just instinct for him at <laughs> he this He stops point. to whistle, and then the cops show up. And Mulder's like, hey, there's a man up on the roof. And then they just arrest Mulder instead. They just arrest Mulder. Uh, the local detective shows up to warn Mulder the next morning uh, that uh, he'll go straight to the DA about Mulder obstructing justice. And Mulder says, hey, you know, you don't even have, like, why do you have patrols out there if you don't think something is out there? Mulder kind of pins this all on the tourism industry of Atlantic City, which I know quite mm. a bit about, having seen the, t- the HBO series 
Boardwalk Empire starring Steve course. Buscemi. <laughs> of course. I don't know if you I don't know if you've seen that show or if you're aware that I have seen it, but I just want to let you know that I know a lot about I it. I see. <laughs> I see. Understood. Understood. Okay. Um, so he's blaming the cops. Like they were trying to keep this out of the tourism areas, like in, into this like kind of outskirts to make sure that all of that money keeps keeps coming in. Um, and then Mulder not understanding his audience whatsoever says i've seen it <laughs> and the cop is like seen what and Mulder pulls out this sketch which again is that is a <laughs> is a, a very simple rudimentary drawing of a, of a bigfoot i mean that's what it's what it is it's just a line drawing of a bigfoot there's no shading there's no i mean you know what i'm saying there's no detail there's just it's there's just no detail they i don't if i mean the cop scoffs at it right but I don't know if it's supposed to be as funny as it is. <laughs> before before we had emoji, we had clip art. And I feel like That's right. I feel like this was as close I don't think there was ever a Bigfoot clip art, but I think if there was like a like a wingding. If there was the, Bigfoot clip art, it would have looked like this. <laughs> Do you remember the font wingding <laughs> that was just yeah, random of symbols? Course. If there was like a like if you press the letter K and you got a Bigfoot th- th- and a wingding font, like that would be the Bigfoot that you would get. Like it's that. Like it's just very rudimentary. And Mulder thinks And it's not even the old only Bigfoot sketch we get in this episode. No, no, it's not even the funniest one, actually. Not even the funniest one. Uh and the and the cop, of course, is is just totally done with this you want to go on a safari like, are you, dude, go are to you africa high? Yeah, Why like, did what, you... Is, what the fuck is wrong with you uh and Mulder spends the whole weekend in jail because the following monday scully gets to work and Mulder finally is able to reach her on the phone is like hey i need you to come bail me out uh and of course she drives down and he is looking rough <laughs> like he's yeah obviously dude, he got the full five o'clock shadow spent the weekend in his in his suit it's looking all rumpled they go to the like local diner and he starts wolfing down food and telling her about his experience and she's like dude you've got to you've got to really start worried worried about what people say about you my man <laughs> like this is you just spent a weekend in jail and you're an fbi agent my friend like you need to <laughs> this is this is pretty serious <laughs> and she's like and also like you're just you're just making it like that's just a drawing that a guy found in the trash like i know he put it in a baggie like it was real but that's just a drawing my friend <laughs> i don't want you to take this the wrong way boulder but get a grip <laughs> um and then at the end of this the ultimate stinger is uh but i can't stay and help you with any of this because i have a date <laughs> yeah i, I gotta go i'd be home by date because i have a life unlike you brother um but anyway forgetting that okay we'll put that on hold pump the brakes they gotta go see the local professor about uh, bigfoot now classic. i thought this guy was in is gonna be in one scene no i'm happy i'm happy that he was in a lot of it for some reason because he's rocking the full ball head bald head up top uh-huh. with a low ponytail combo down below um nothing says old bass ba- player like a bald nothing ball says top. old bass player like this exact <laughs> look um but I love this. This is obviously Supernatural got this from the X-Files. Um, but I, I love, you know, we got to go talk to the local professor to get some detail about the local lore. Uh, and sure enough, they, you know, they, they go and talk to this professor about the Jersey Devil, but more about the nature of, of evolution and how humans are, you know, they're the carnivores at the top of the, at the food chain. Um, but couldn't there be something above humans in the food chain? Couldn't there be something you know that exists outside of our um uh, evolution as we know it um this guy says that's highly unlikely but technically <laughs> not impossible it would be an amazing discovery i love this conversation for a lot of reasons um and you know for for listeners that are new to chris and, and chris and i Obviously, we have this background in Supernatural. It's easy for us to compare stuff to Supernatural because we spent like seven years talking about that show. So, like, we're gonna we're gonna make those comparisons. Um, and in this show, at least with it for our first time, 
the premise is just like they, they're FBI agents. They can just ask the questions, right? Like yeah, Sam and yeah. Dean always had to like couch this in the, well, I'm a such and such. Like, no, 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 none of that exists. So they can have this like, and also because Scully and Mulder are who they are, they've both got advanced degrees. They're both extremely intelligent people. They've both been experienced at their workplace. They could have this extremely intelligent conversation and kind of keep up with this professor as they're talking mm-hmm. about you know, evolution and these creation myths and the the environments that we live in and how humans are terrible about them. And Mulder leading that to, like you said, like what's some sort of like carnivorous animal that was also human that could be above us. It all is, is just, it all is, feels very, very smooth, very natural, very like just technical in a, in a good way. And then the, yeah. the actual filming around this as the conversation moves across the room is, is really, really definitely done as well. Something I, I came to appreciate while I was making the video for file after file is just how great the cinematography in the, in the X files is it, all of the stuff from the video, all of the scenes in the video from the first five episodes of this series, wow. which is great. Maybe I'm sorry. Six, yeah. the, the next episode too, I pulled some, well, um, they were doing a, just a lot of great stuff. Just great TV. Just, yeah. Just great structure. Absolutely. Just doing good stuff. Um, so later, <laughs> this is <laughs> later. Mulder puzzles over some files. We get we we're going yeah, to files. He's after got files. the single one desk lamp illuminating his face in the files this. that he's looking as he's as he cycles through these these different pictures that he has, and then he he brings out one of the greatest images of all time. It's in the video that we made. If you haven't seen the episode, you can just go watch that. It has to be. Um, it's incredible. It is very similar to that Patterson-Gimlin um, iconic Bigfoot pose that you mm-hmm. see. Yes. Except this Bigfoot is breasting boobily. Um, Bigfoot has just some enormous double Ds. And like, <laughs> so when we say double Ds, like, we're not once again we're talking a very rudimentary drawing so all this is is like it's not even there's no curve there's just a two circles with dots in the middle like it's yeah. not it's not like but they, it's shape. just weird that they're the only detail on the body <laughs> it is strange like there's no fur there's no shading there's no it's just circle with a dot like it's the most rudimentary like third grade boob- boobies i've ever seen in my life and i think it's very funny and i and i get that the idea here is that oh i never even thought that about this could be a woman, a beast woman, yeah, not a beast, a beast man. Woman. Um, I, which it, also doesn't really matter that much. It just no. kind of, it. They do talk about how if there was a, a male and a female, then maybe they uh, reproduced. Maybe this, this, you know, whatever this evolutionary line lives on somewhere. So there's obviously it's raising questions like that. And this whole episode is kind of questioning how different are we really from beasts? How much have we really evolved? Now we make nuclear bombs to kill people. Um, which, you know, that's a very that's a very good sci-fi point to be making in the early 90s, I feel you. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. But this this image as the conduit for all that, it's just got a heavy burden to bear. It's And then this how seriously it's filmed, too, because... Like the scene is him like flipping through like the classic kind of Bigfoot footprints, and uh, and then he gets to this and he stares at it and the camera go the scene goes from like the 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 big titty Bigfoot <laughs> to, to Mulder like just really just intently staring at this thing back to the big titty big, Bigfoot again like we go back to see it twice and just we make to sure it's sealed it. in there and then go back to to Mulder again to to like. And he's really thinking about it, Chris. <laughs> like it's a yeah. really serious thing, and it's so ridiculous in concept. Like I don't know how. I don't know if it's supposed to be funny. Legitimately, I don't know how you would film this. I don't know how he wasn't breaking out in laughter. Besides, you know, David Duchovny is a professional actor, but still. 
crazy to me. It's so it's it's thirty years now. We'll never know if it was a joke. We'll get him. We'll get him on the podcast and ask. All we have to do is promise him that there's some. I'm not going to actually insult him that much. Let's not go. Let's not go into there. I was about to be mean to David Duchovny. <laughs> we probably deserves it, but not for me. Anyway, we could skip here to Scully's date uh, with the scott's dad is what i haven't written down as i don't remember why yeah this is scott's dad so this is scott's dad Mm -hmm. uh she's all you know dolled up she's there out for a fancy dinner everything seems to be going relatively well right but so scully's not fully engaged it seems like he's talking him to about himself too much. Like he's he's yeah. putting too much of himself in the conversation. Uh, and he suggests like maybe they can bring the kids out on a weekend like together. Uh, and she's like, that's not my child. Like if you're looking yeah, for that's like, like my that's my friend's. Son. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't own that kid. If that's what you're suggesting, that's not that's not my. I don't know why I would take the kid anywhere. I don't e- I don't even like going to the fucking birthday parties, man. I don't know what to tell you. Um, meanwhile, we go back over to... Uh, she. He asked about the case that she's working on and she doesn't really want to say anything. We go back to Mulder, who gets a phone call from our, our friendly Parks guy. Um, he mm-hmm. found another body. This one's missing a tooth, and of course he had to turn it over to the coroner's office. Uh, so Mulder pages Sc- Scully uh at the at the restaurant i think right like she's at the restaurant yeah, when she yeah. gets the the page love a pager by the way I absolutely adore a pager um she calls it back and he's, he gives her the the information maybe it isn't a beast man that we're looking for <laughs> maybe it was a beast woman was a beast. and that was a, that was a strong enough piece of evidence for her to need to be not only called during dinner but then have to leave dinner yeah well to be fair like she she was looking for because you've now gendered the beast was yeah. that really necessary and she and she was looking for a way out of this like she wasn't having a good time yeah. in this conversation i think it was i think this is supposed to be less like oh this guy's a jerk and more just scully slowly realizing as much as she, tr- she tried to draw that line between herself and Mulder, realizing like oh no i am committed to this life yes. as much as he is yeah. um i'm not i mean th- that's clear over the last few episodes as much as she criticizes the things that he says or tries to find rational explanations like she's all in on this stuff oh like yeah she enjoys the investigation and and is in pursuit of the truth just as much as him so this is kind of like a glimpse of a life that she's not ready to live right now they uh she gets down there to she gets up there to atlantic city uh they find even though the body was turned over to the corner the body is missing Mulder, of course goes to immediate conspiracy mode like they're trying to hide this trying to cover it up for the tourism industry their professor is there for some reason i'm not sure how he got wrapped into this uh and then they were like we gotta now we gotta go out there and try to capture this thing before the cops can get to it and kill it so they call up uh ron swanson the park ranger guy to start to explore this wet pipe factory with his trank dart gun and and the fucking yeah. ponytail professor um and then as they're exploring the wet pipe factory, they assembled factory, the whole team. They got for they this, got the Scooby Gang out wild. of this. It's amazing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the fact that they like Supernatural would never bring the the college professor on 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 a hunt. Absolutely not. No. Dean Dean would no. not even they consider. The, yeah, dude, they brought the the ponytail bassist and the park ranger. Like they're squatted up. FBI shouldn't be doing that. <laughs> but but we're not we're not gonna we're not gonna <laughs> hold them to it. Uh, the cops go outside and I, I love this scene a lot because the cops pull up to this park truck and it's like, what is the parks and rec service doing here? They don't belong here. And like immediately call a SWAT team. <laughs> yeah. Like this dude it's can't go get a hot extreme. dog without getting the fucking cops called on him. It's ridiculous. No, no. It ain't easy living in this town. 
meanwhile, Mulder is kind of wondering out loud, uh, like, if this is a female, if this is a beast woman, like, would she feel emotion? Is she, is she just looking for food? Uh, someone says maybe she would spend all day shopping and, like, please, X-Files. It was be- Scully said it, so. God, beast, beast women be shopping, am I right, guys? Beast yeah. women be shopping. Uh, <laughs> I think it's supposed to be less misogynistic and more like, Mulder, this is very ridiculous. Yeah, I think, I think, I think you're absolutely right. Uh, they talk about, like, all of the primitive behavior that they can expect and i think it's interesting that they talk about this as we see the cops downstairs like looking for all this but i think they were trying to imply like there's some primitive behavior going on with the police too so Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um oh yeah we're drawing parallels left right and oh yeah absolutely uh Mulder hears a noise runs off spots this jersey devil through the window chases after it doing a little bit of parkour before there was parkour uh scully oh yeah we get three separate shots of like dive rolls oh yeah scully does a good dive roll in this and i really love it uh Mulder manages to follow this thing through into like a boiler room where it like knocks him on his ass and then um and like kind of stands on top of him some this like as this like she comes out of the darkness as this like wild thing and of course like Mulder is just overcome right like he doesn't know what to do he's yeah, I didn't know if the move. scene was supposed to be like horny or what. Um, um, I think it's. I don't think it is. I don't think it is. I don't think it is. But he does remark that she's beautiful, and I'm like, okay, you gotta calm down. Also, this is just a feral woman. This isn't a beast. Yeah, yeah. That's the other thing is like it's they they keep calling her like the beast woman or whatever, and I'm just like, mm. it's just a woman. Just seems who like it really needs like, help. I mean, that we have a WNBA now. Like, I feel I feel like we could slot her into society pretty well. Like, this yeah. would be pretty easy. Oh, yeah. yeah, she's got jump skills for sure. You see her climbing those buildings. Dude, the Lakers need her. There's no there's no law saying that a beast woman can't be in the WNBA. No. No, no. If a dog can play basketball, then anything, anybody can. Um, Scully is approaching this thing, uh, approaching the boiler room where Mulder is. Uh, but um, this thing kind of freaks out as Mulder moves and like hits him. I think, and then Scully arrives uh, just in time to check on his injuries. Uh, but of course, Mulder is like, I just wanted. To, she was so beautiful. Like we have to, we have to find her. And then it's almost all out chaos because uh, mm-hmm. the cops have found everybody. Mulder's in the ambulance. Scully is trying to take possession of the case. She's on the phone. The park ranger shows up. They've got the the cops are in the woods. They've got her pinned down. Um, we got it. We every, everything is going fucking crazy. Like so, everybody loads up in the parks and right. Dude, truck. they got four in a row packed into the park ranger's <laughs> truck. That's so crazy. This is the I, best I, day. I just of, four of, full <laughs> adults. I haven't been in a truck like that in a long time. But I feel like three max. Four? You talking four in there? Let's go, dude. That's hip to hip. I mean, that's hip. That's to hip. hip to hip. Let's do it. We're uh, and this is the best day of the professor bass player's life. This, I mean, this, this is, is easily the best day. Of most his life. fun he has had in, in since he was He's on part stage. of something. <laughs> finally, he can recapture some of the energy that he felt being a part of the Pete Floyd cover band. Yeah, that Led Zeppelin cover band. <laughs> I mean, he went to the exact same place. I love it. Um, SWAT gets there, of course, and everybody's in the woods looking for this thing. They spot her. Our gang spots her first. Uh, Mulder's like limping along with his injury. They look down off the cliff, and there she is below, cheeks glistening in the wind. Uh, Parks got fires, hits her, but she doesn't drop. She keeps moving towards the river. Uh, they chase her down. Uh, they chase her. Uh, cross this bridge which i swear i've seen in supernatural i feel like they've been in this bridge a lot <laughs> we hear a bunch of gunshots as they're trying to find her Mulder arrives to find a wounded cop and and the jersey devil just dead and he, of course he's devastated by this like this opportunity to you know have this this thing this unexplored this unknown thing that they could have you know 
if not tamed, I don't know the word I'm looking for, studied and let live, right? Then like, you know, provided a life to and had this link to, you know, a previous generation or this, whatever it was. Boulder's mm. devastated and he starts yelling at the cop, like, why did you have to kill her? Why did you have to kill her? And of course the cop is just like, the same reason you kill any rabbit animal. Like you had to put her down. Damn, dude. Um, Damn, dude. Very, very sad. Like, and I feel like, you know, this is a pretty expected ending, right? Like this is, you know, this is what happens. Like Boulder was obviously trying to discover something here and it didn't, that didn't happen. He was, he was unable to do that because the the local police just shot her, shot her to death. Um, And yeah, we, we see later she, Boulder reviews photos of her dead body. Skelly arrives with the coroner report. There was teeth in her digestive tract. Um, She had an estimated age of 25 to 30 listed as a Jane Doe, but like nobody knows who she is. Yeah, Um, definitely not a Bigfoot. Definitely a human woman that they, that the cops murdered. Uh, She was fully unarmed. So I don't know what they thought that the, the issue was. Um, Granted, she, she, we did just confirm that. Yes, she ate people. I'm not saying she's innocent. She ate a human person, but she herself was also a human person. And isn't that, the real message we should be taking. Yeah, I mean, it should be okay to eat people. I think is what you're trying to say to our audience, right? It's it's okay to eat people. Right. Yeah, yeah, I think. Yeah, I think that's. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, I think so. Um, they also. But, yeah, I, I don't have exactly in my notes what made them think this, uh, but they also released the report from the male body that they originally found, and somehow from that extrapolated that uh, this 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 beast woman was just trying to protect her kids. Yeah. So they they after doing a full autopsy, they'd seen that she had given birth before. Um, that's what it was okay thank you so there there's the idea that that she seemingly had children she was just trying to protect them and then the guy who was killed six months ago or whatever that was that was the mate who was lost yeah but so odd strange certainly dangerous of course but still just human people who living out in the woods um and as Mulder stares longingly at the photos of this dead body scully just begs him to go out and get a beer like just please, please go go please take a day off. do anything do anything besides fill out a requisition form for a car to go to the smithsonian which is exactly yeah, what he, he, gets up he and wants goes to go to and look more shit up yeah. yeah um and she's like yeah no sorry like uh i'm not uh I'm not going with you. Like, I'm going to go live my normal life. And as he's out getting the requisition form for the car, kind of all like downtrodden, like this didn't work out. Someone died. Scully doesn't want to come with me. Um, Scully actually gets a call from the guy on her date. Um, but she decides to stick with Mulder. Yep. She doesn't feel that she's interested in another date. She's not ready to step away into that life. And uh, I think she's she's more on the path of the X-Files than she realizes. Absolutely. Um, and she decides to go with, with, with Mulder. And then we get the last kind of stinger scene where a father and a son are in the woods um, and he's relaying the story about the Jersey devil, kind of passing it down as, as myths are usually passed down from, from father to son. And except this time the camera lowers and we see a small beast child hiding in the woods. So the Jersey devil will still live um, a stinger. I don't necessarily need, but I, I see exactly why they would, they would put this in here. Like I, I yeah, understand they love it. just hitting you with a little, with a little taste of something at the end. Yeah. So um, good stuff. I think this is a, this is a fun episode. It's, it's absolutely, absolutely hilarious in some absolutely unintended ways and um just again just just mellowing into the greatness that is the x-files right just having having a fun time with it um i i really really enjoyed all of the 90s stuff i really really enjoy all of the you know just the yeah uh our friend our friend mary from uh carrie and wayward um we got her into this we, we started her watching the x-files and one of the first things <laughs> is that she she dm'd me about was all of the people look like people yeah. Uh, and it, it was it was an op- it's a very astute observation that I hadn't really put it together in my head. But like, 
as much as Hollywood, especially nowadays, if you watch any kind of genre television, it all feels like they're just beautiful models in every single mm-hmm. role. Whereas, like, in the first few episodes of this, like, it's just, like, some of these dudes just look like dudes. <laughs> like, they're just character yeah. actors. Like, and they're not unattractive, I'm not saying that, but, like, they're not, like, 23-year-old models either. And it just, right. I don't know, there's something there's something grounded in that, I think. Absolutely. They just, they yeah, they're just people. They're just people dressed like people, looking like people. You didn't need to fit into a specific CW mold to like get yeah. onto the show. You just got to be a person. Hey, can you say the lines? Can you act? Okay, perfect. Here yeah. you go. Yeah. Um, no, there's, there's, there's absolutely a point to that. Um, but yeah, so far, even even the, the parts of the X-Files that haven't been like, you know, amazing are still fun. They still have a charm to them. We'll see how long the charm lasts. But so far, I have enjoyed all five of these episodes. Me too. I'm, I'm excited to get into more. Um, it's been interesting seeing the feedback since we've announced the show and people go in like, well, you're going to cover this and this and this and this. Um, and and like We're I, on episode five. I don't know yet. Yeah, we're on episode <laughs> five. I, don't, I really don't know what to tell you. I can tell you that uh, just like we said in the outset, our goal is to do the all of the X-Files, movies, yeah. spinoffs, whatever. Uh, whether that goal changes as we get deeper into this is going to depend on how much fun we're having while we're doing it. So That's right. If this becomes intensely unfun to the point where we're grinding this out, we're just going to call an audible and be like, okay, we'll finally give everybody the Buffy podcast that they've been wanting. I'm just kidding. Don't hold me to that. <laughs> Literally, as we're sitting here, I just got an Instagram notification saying, that, oh, I thought you guys were going to do Buffy next. And I'm like, nope, we never said that. Get real. <laughs> Sorry, Stefan. Um, uh. But uh, I, I don't. we don't know what the future holds on that stuff. As of right now, I'm having a delightful time. So uh, Yeah. And Again, also, we've got we've got like nine years left of this, so let's just, you know. Yeah, and I'm also like committed to having at least three guests on the on the feedback episodes now. So, so we have to do at least three we seasons. Have to do three seasons so, so I can live at up least. to my promises. Um Thank you again to everybody listening. If you if you haven't yet, rating reviewing the show can help out tremendously. Please share it with your friends directly. We're on all of the major platforms um, that, that exist now. Like they've some have fallen off. I don't think Stitcher exists anymore. Like they went away. Oh bummer. Google Podcasts they're, they're out of the business. We're on Amazon, I think, but I don't even know how to look for it to find a link. Um, there is if you go on our Twitter on the on the MOTW Cast on Twitter, there is a link tree link that has a link to everything that you can get non human biologics for. So please go check that out chris any last thoughts before we get out of here um bigfoot's bigfoot's baps bigfoot's Bigfoot, baps absolutely thank you once again for listening and remember stay spooky everybody Finally, gotta get canceled for saying Bigfoot's Baps. Bigfoot's Baps. <laughs> you think I could get away with that title, Bigfoot's Baps? Bigfoot's Baps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I bet because I, I, the more Bap is in my head because of uh, Bake Off. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. So yeah, I mean, it's like a type of bread or something, or right? I don't know. Yeah, but Baps just sound like they just sound like boobs. They sound like what they are. They, they do. Yeah, they sound like <laughs> I used it the right way. Bake Off was using it wrong. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. God, that um, the clip where she's like, um, it's, it's several seasons past, but Prue is like just, and it's going completely over her head, and Paul and everybody around her is losing their fucking minds. Oh, yeah, where she's like, yeah, oh, yeah. sometimes I have to, I find that I have to have two holes so you can really jam it in and get it to squirt, yeah, and everyone yeah, is just like, oh yeah. my god, and she's like, why are you laughing? <laughs> uh-huh.
We're almost done with completely rewatching everything that was on Netflix. It's been a fun holiday treat to go back and do this. I've got um on my Plex server, I've got some I've got all of the like uh the cancer episodes that they do. I don't know if you've ever seen any of those oh, with yeah. the celebrities. I've got all of those on there. If you need access to my Plex server, you can just stream need them. Need those. What episode did we just do? Five. Five, yeah. But yeah, I might need you to send me those. Um, yeah, install uh, Plex on a device and then create a Plex okay. account and then send me your Plex account and I will invite you to my Plex server and then you can watch everything on my server anytime you want to. Wait. So, you have to do that work easy. and then I can do the other work. Yeah, that sounds easy. I can just log in on my laptop and then hook the laptop up to the TV. Boom. I think you can... Because th- my smart TV isn't fucking smart anymore. I think you can just do it on your PlayStation too, man. Like I think. Oh, can I really? Yeah, I think they have a Plex app. I've never used oh, that's it. that's exciting. But, um, I'm sure... I think they do have that's a Plex exciting. app. So. Ooh, okay. I'll try that out. Yeah. And I can do that for my phone. So just anytime, just like send me just send me your Wait. name or whatever and, or whatever email address you use to sign up. It's Chris. My name's Chris. Chris. Um, what's, your, what's your last name, Chris? <laughs> Uh, Mosier. Oh, okay. Okay. Good. 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 All right, my man. Or uh, Moja. When I was talking to the guy who did my car, he knows my dad, and I for some reason just really adopted the the Boston accent. Hey, this is Chris Moja. Just uh, coming to pick Chris up my Moja. phone. Chris Moja. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Hey, Chris. How you doing? How's your father? It was. It was very much that. Oh, I love it, dude. Uh, I love it. Yeah. Yeah. I just sweep back my emo bangs to not give myself away. <laughs> Um, all right, they got a whole will, uh, they got a whole song about that, dude. Uh, what is that? I, <laughs> I can't even remember the, the, the melody now. It's killing me. <laughs> oh shit! It's gonna kill me. What's the name of that song? Um, you're not thinking to turn the page, no. are you? Um, fuck. I'll remember it in like two hours or something. Just text me. Have a good night, man. All right, bye. happy Thanksgiving. Hey, happy Thanksgiving to you, man. Take it easy. Bye. bye. internet still says it's one bar <laughs> let's just give this a second before i hit record it's so funny i always see my next door neighbors um uh wi-fi <laughs> it's called asian network media that's that sounds racist he's asian <laughs> uh i'll give him a pass i guess are you there I'm here. I'm here. Okay. It's still connecting. I had you Jeff, turned, okay. turned up way loud, so I'm turning you down. Okay. Felt so humiliated telling my neighbor that I um, took my car into the shop to get looked at because he's like a car guy and is outside working on his car all the time. Um, and over here, I'm like, yeah, I got like a little bumpy bruise on my bum bum and I took it to the special man to fix. But you know what? Bet that motherfucker couldn't sit down and talk for 45 minutes about the X-Files. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> gotta keep gotta keep it real chris you know what you're doing that's right that's right come I, on internet please i am this i just want to do i want to make it if you're an, gonna do a bit hold on i'm not i'm not uh, you're in not podcast recording mode yet <laughs> sorry <laughs>
I wasn't even gonna save the good, save the good content. It wasn't, it wasn't even a bit. It was just me complaining about using, like, trying to learn how to edit photos. That's content. I think it's content. I think it's just me being a dumbass in 2024 or whatever year it is. Well, I, I, do I sound all right? Because it my yeah, Discord connection fine. looks fine. Okay. You sound recording. I... Okay. <coughs> Wait. <coughs> oh God, Chris is choking. I think I got a hair in my mouth. I'm just a mess, you know? It's been a long day, you know? Um, no, it hasn't. <laughs> Today was fine. Are you okay? You having a stroke, Mama? Yeah. Are you having, is everything okay? How are you? What's uh, what's going on? Oh, you're Jeremy, I've been really now, wondering course, if you've been... I'm doing, I'm doing good. God damn it. <laughs> Hold on. Let me just... I'm going to just start over. I'm going to fully disconnect. Oh! No, oh. I'm not going to fully disconnect because my internet's back. The internet's back again. It just flipped and now it's back. Okay. We should be okay. locked and loaded right now. I love it. What I want to know is what's going on in the world of Jeremy Greer and photo editing? Um. Well, I had this idea um, because we're doing, we have three podcasts now, Chris. I don't know if you know this. We have Monster of the Week That's that right. has the famous, famous ship of Dean and Castiel. We have Still His Kingdom Keeps with the famous ship of Merlin and Arthur. And now we are on non-human biologic with the famous ship of Scully and Mulder. Okay. Uh, so this makes more... I'm just going to interrupt you really quick. So this makes more mm-hmm. sense now. You know, I, I kind of forgot the famous ship bit. Because you said yeah. you were doing Dean and Cass. And I was like, that's fucked up. <laughs> yeah, just to leave like the rest of the people out, right? Like just to leave everybody else in Supernatural out. <laughs> like uh, I just well, I was like, Sam. Like, what about Sam? <laughs> And I thought about that because um, it does seem like because it's the two leads of the show. Otherwise, like if you like yeah. if, if you follow the pattern, it's either the, the the major ships or it's the major leads, and they can go either direction. Um, but I like we the gotta, idea. We gotta of, throw in like a third thing to make the context clear. <laughs> but I, I don't. I, I like the idea. Throw of not in having um, we Jared Padalecki <laughs> on my website is the first. That's thing. fair. Because <laughs> say we covered some of the Witcher, so just put uh, Geralt and um, uh, uh, mm-hmm. Yaskier. What's his name? Dandelion. Put yep, put it Dandelion. In there. I also thought um, of doing um, uh, Lord of the Rings, fellas, because that was... We, we oh, did, Sam and Frodo. We could do Sam and Frodo, and there, there's a Sammy in there for you, right? Everybody has yeah. to have their Sammy. Uh, but really, what I, the idea was just like, here, let's put three photos from these three different things together and like make a like a banner, right? Like, let's mm-hmm, make mm-hmm. let's make banner. Uh, and and that has challenged my Photoshop and photo editing skills to a degree that I'm really not comfortable with explaining to the, the public at large. I'm just I like see. right now I'm just looking at three photos and I was just like, how do I crop this image? And I can't. I, I bought a new piece of software, thinking new software it'll make everything easy, and it let me like I, could, I selected Merlin's face and it like cut out his face perfectly so I could. But I don't want to do that right now. That's not what I'm trying to yeah. do. I'm not trying to make Merlin's head on something else. I'm trying to put. Anyway, this is just very frustrating. I forgot that that's a thing you can do with the phones now. Oh yeah, you can that's, do that. On that's going to make really podcast art so much easier now. The season one of this show is it's really simple. I'm just using promo photos, but that's going to make my life a lot easier because I would to have the to advanced like, stuff. That's going to be that's yeah. going to be nice. For oh, you. that's exciting because yeah. I've made like like uh you know silly like edits and stuff using that that feature where you can just hold down your thumb on a mm-hmm. on a picture and copy a person. But I haven't used it for work yet. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah so. you haven't, done, haven't had to do it for work yet. <laughs> oh my lord! Otherwise, life in life in Jeremy Land is is pretty okay. I um, um, you gaming, bro? Am I gaming? I am. Uh, what have I been doing? I finished Spider Man, Spidey Two, 
was oh great. yeah that came out that's that right. came out that's and cool. I finished cool. it I um I'm not as high on it as I was Spidey One but I think that's mm. because it's a it's significantly a large part of the same kind of game like you know what I'm sure saying? like it's yeah, not like I did all this before yeah it was not even in a bad way not even like I'm not having like I did it all again and was very pleasant to, uh-huh. to do and uh, but the the emotional part of the first story didn't really wasn't really there for the the second one. Um, it was kind of the villains were kind of a little muddled a little bit, I think. Mm. Um, but still very very much fun. Lots of fun playing as Miles is always cool. They somehow improved the movement in that game, which I wouldn't have, wouldn't have I wouldn't have believed. Feels you. impossible. But yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know, man. The the being able to glide around at any point is so fucking sick. And I'm a I don't know how I got to be this person, but. Um, TikTok thinks that I want to see trick videos from Spider-Man 2 of people doing crazy, like, 0% assist uh, web swinging tricks. uh, And guess what? I am. TikTok, you you got me right. (laughs) I was going to say, you're always seeing the, uh, the, like, Breath of the Wild videos. Oh, yeah. It's it's that. And um, ever since I I made a joke with you earlier this week, I've sent you a video of someone with big hands. So now I get a lot of big hand content. But I'm sure that's going to slow down as as long as I don't interact with it. That'll probably, yeah, that'll probably (laughs) fall off eventually. (laughs) Unless you just keep Googling big hands. Who knows? And then I'm playing uh, Cobalt Core, which I think I may have mentioned to you. I don't know. Uh, it's a deck builder game where you... Okay. Um, it's a roguelike. So those are two things that I often yep. talk about. Uh, you have a spaceship and your cards let you do stuff like fire or like fire and gain shields or just gain shields. Uh, and then the, like the big gimmick is you're facing another spaceship um, and you have this like positioning mechanic. So you can move left and right and your cards will give you the ability to move left and right out of the way of their incoming fire um, so that you can beat these spaceships. It's got a real cute kind of wraparound story, time loop thing happening. Uh, all That's the characters fun. are cool. Every character has their own deck and you can have three characters on your ship at any time. And they all, uh, this is part of the charm of the game. I think they all kind of like chime in during the fight. So like uh, one time I just, I had no shot on this thing, but like one of my cards was like shoot and draw two cards. And I was like, well, I'm just going to shoot into space and get the two cards. And I did it. And the guy was like, are you sure you know what you're doing? <laughs> I was like, hey, <laughs> hey. And then other times like I'll, I'll you know, connect with the shot and they're like, yeah, that's how you do it. <laughs> um, I used one card, which I had just picked up for the first time um, where it does, the card does the amount of damage of your missing hole. So say like you are, you have 10 health and you're, you have, mm-hmm. you, but you only have um, three health right now. So you're three out of 10. It will do, this card will do seven health and it's called like story from hell or something like, or it's, it's got this wild card name. And as soon as I shot it, like I beat it and the guy was like, yeah, that was straight from hell, man. And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> fucking A. Yeah, it was very yeah. good. We, we, we liked yeah. it. Yeah. What about uh, you? I gotta look into this game. You finished Baldur Gates 3. Yeah, I was in a little bit of a gamer slump for a while, and then I finally was like, I have to force myself to finish Baldur's Gate 3. Um, I was so close to the end, and I went back to it, and I bounced off of a bunch of bosses. I struggled a lot with that game all the way through. I really liked it, but I was just having a hard time with it. Uh, even on easy, I just like didn't get... I wasn't playing the game right, I guess. Um, and I missed a lot of stuff. I just I wasn't in the zone for it. Um, but I finally... I realized oh i can like respec my characters and stuff so i looked up some stronger builds and i eventually changed my own class uh and from then on i was totally fine and was able to complete the game and i had a good time and clearly i missed a lot of stuff because i didn't get really many of the endings for any of the companions you've made along the way everything just felt pretty much like oh you skipped this storyline whoops um and i was i was had a good time with it i thought maybe i'll start a new game and uh then i have started a new game (laughs) 
and I've played about 20 hours since then. Wow. And it's like, it is, I'm so, so, so into it. Just had to beat it once. Just had to put 60 hours into it. Uh, everybody else is beating this game at like 120 hours, which to tell you how much I skipped and how much I didn't do. Um, yeah, playthrough number two, it's basically a different game. Uh, I have seen like 50% new content so far, even like the main story stuff because of the choices I've made and the directions I've gone. And I'm doing so much stuff that's completely different. feels like I'm just playing a sequel. Um, and because I now finally understand it and have such a better handle on combat and, and everything going on outside of combat, it doesn't feel like, okay, I'm on hour 80 of this. It feels like I'm playing like a fresh new thing that I'm really excited about. Um, so after beating Baldur's Gate, I'm now a huge Baldur's Gate fan. <laughs> what did what was your turning point? Because um, I obviously started that game probably right around the same time you did. Um, I got to the first, I don't know, like village thing. Like there's some people there. Mm-hmm. We're, there's some goblins that are bothering some people, and there's like some I don't know. I've got some quest going. I'm real early. Picked up three or four companions. Uh, started doing some exploring. And I just never, and I've heard this from a couple of people where they just like, it's really difficult to like grasp the concepts of the game and like get the, the mechanics down. Like what was the turning point? Do you, do you feel like it was just like literally playing until you finished the game that you. The, the yeah. Pick- when I redid that first opening section again, mm-hmm. um, which I had already done a little bit earlier, I had made a new character at a certain point to try it out again. Replaying that first section, I was like, oh, okay, wait. This is I'm starting to see what I'm doing here. Like knowing where the story went already. I wasn't as confused. I wasn't as distracted. I could kind of just look at the game. Because obviously you and I, we don't play D D, so we don't have that like Yeah. And I don't play a lot of CRPGs either. I've never been good at these types of games. So uh it just it just took time. It just really just took time finding the right class as well. Because I played as a rogue, which I found to be really exciting outside of combat. Um, I could sneak around. I could like charm people or use persuasion or deception, which opens up so much more for the gameplay. Um, but in combat, I just I wasn't playing it correctly. I feel like, yeah. and uh, so I just I, I sucked. Like my my three companions would be out there kicking ass, and I'd be do like one little backstab, and that'd be it. Um, it just wasn't it, in that part of it wasn't fun, and I found myself struggling a lot. So I don't know exactly when it. it clicked but restarting it definitely helped and then you know boldly making new decisions that i wouldn't normally make kind of like got me swept up in the story in a new way and um yeah i don't know it's 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 fantastic i also last weekend jess wanted to create a character and then basically she's like just having me play the game but she's making the decisions and stuff like that uh so i'm essentially running a third game right now and i've all i'm already seeing new things that i haven't seen before on either of my other two games so there's just so much and there's so many ways that you can handle situations i need to remind myself that this isn't you know final fantasy this isn't a game where your only action is combat there's so many ways to get through situations and ways to handle problems and embracing that has made it a lot more fun Mm-hmm. Um, rather than just like, I have to hit it quickly with big magic spell and then move on. Um, like you can do that, but that's not always the most fun. So I don't know if, if it calls to you at any point, if you're feeling the itch for an RPG, just start the game over and, and just go slowly and try to get a feel for everything. Yeah. That's, that's just start the game over. That's perfect. Advice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was playing a, I want to say I was like a wizard guy, um, but I just I just never could make any wizardly stuff happen. Like the most the coolest I ever got was like being able to talk to an animal or something. Yeah, um, 
And then like I walked to this first village and they were like whatever cla- whatever like species I had taken, they were like, "Oh, they are not going to like the fact that you were here." And I was like, "Oh, well, I've got a solution for that. I'll just transform into a different person." And oh. I cuz I could do that. I had like a spell to transform me to a different like species. And so I just walked around there, but like and then I forgot one time and I transformed back and nothing happened and I'm like, "Well, I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing yeah. here. I'm just really confused. <laughs> None of this is really like the the way that I want it to be or something. I, I don't know what's going on." Um but yeah, it's, it was it's a it's an intense game. I think it's I think it's great. Uh, did you hear that Gary and Cole are doing a bonfire I did. chat I style? Did. I'm looking yeah. forward to that. Me too. I'm gonna see because I was really into Dark Souls when they started the bonfire side chat obviously so i like i was coming to it from the perspective of someone who had a chip on his shoulder about knowing everything and they still were like showing me different things so and gary is such a experienced crpg player from way back mm-hmm. that he knows like even asking him for advice which i did several times like was was very very helpful but i don't know also uh, you know the the gamer brain of just going to the next thing over and over again is, is yeah. real i'm so. really surprised that i've been able to camp out in this um because I'm the same way. And like before this, I was just playing Resident Evil 4 over and over and over again. I have like 80 hours in that game now because I just kept replaying it over and over and over again. Um, I don't know when this is coming out. Uh, you and I are going to be doing that on stream soon, though. Oh, yeah. Uh, what is oh, it, December 2nd? December 2nd. But that, that was this is coming that's out. That's probably in the past, yeah. Two, three, four. Yeah, this, this was last week or something. So, no, no, well, we forgot to mention that on, on any podcast, but that'll be all right. Whoops. Well, we didn't know. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't think I've actually edited episode three yet, so I'll, I'll add a thing in there but yeah i'm excited because i have not touched that game obviously since it's I haven't fucking touched it. good yeah i've heard i've heard and i i like to play those games with you on stream and then i like to go mm-hmm. back and like play them for real on my own too so i'm excited to, to get it is that. a uh, it's a pretty long game <laughs> like i think my first playthrough took me like 20 hours but my most recent playthrough i think took me three and a half hours yikes yeah <laughs> so you can go through quickly if you know what you're doing if you know what you're doing, but that's not all animations. That's not all death runs. So that's, that's true. I didn't. I did not unlock all death animations. Well, I probably yeah. have in my time, but <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you have a couple of times. But um, I get faster, but I never get any better. What else is happening, Chris? What else has been going on? I don't know. Um, I went to the um, <laughs> I went to chemo the other day, um, and there was a dude there who um, was obviously on the spectrum. Uh, and his his mother and him were driving in. I think the dude lived in like Alexandria, and she lived in Mississippi. So she was like driving in, picking him up, and then like coming down here. So it looked like it was like a whole experience uh, for them. And I just, as I was watching these two people interact, I'm like, wow, this is this is really intense for the for for this dude to be like. And he was and he was down for it. Like he knew all of the steps. He he had his comfort zone. He knew exactly when to like like we're gonna inject him and all this other stuff. Um, but the reason I'm mentioning this is because his like fixation and the mom, like, because w- w- the way the, the diffusion center was laid out is like, we are directly across from them. There's like a bank in the middle and there's a TV on each side, uh, which we're, I'm not going to watch TV in public. That's not some shit that I'd pull off. That's not that never <laughs> happening. Right. Like I don't have TV with sound in public. Yeah. Fuck off. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> no, thank you. What is this? The Super Bowl? Absolutely not. Um, but the, the mom was really nice and she was like, Hey, um, he's probably going to like play music and stuff on his phone. Like that's, you know, it's this, this is his thing is, are these, um, um, uh, what are they? Of course, I just forgot the word. Now that I'm been, now that I got, I got myself sidetracked. <laughs> you know, uh, in the middle of the football game, they do like the dance routines, like the the drums, the drum stuff. Yeah, all of the, yeah, the, yeah. The, Like the marching band stuff, right? Gotcha. Um, he's way into those. Like that's oh. all. He was just watching YouTube video after YouTube video of like all these marching bands, uh, and like it was the first time I've ever been in public when I was like 
dude, this guy's speakers are great. <laughs> like this is, <laughs> I cannot believe I am like, I'm like, this is the first time it's ever happened. Cause usually if you hear somebody's like phone playing anything, you're like, Oh, this fucking sucks. Like, yeah. I don't want to hear your dumb music, but like, this was all, you could just like, you could almost see the people dancing in your head. And I was, and I guess something happened on my phone because then all of a sudden I started getting advertisements for like in videos on things. I guess my phone heard it. So I was like, Oh, well I got to watch Southern like fucking jam out. New um, interest unlocked, dude, and and like it's it's dope, man. Like I, I I've always been a fan of this stuff. They never played it during the football games on TV, but if you go to the football games, like you obviously get to watch it, and it's always super mm-hmm. insane and super cool. And I find it like incredibly fascinating, but especially when they start battling back and forth, like from across the field, like that is the shit, dude. I don't know if that yeah. get it gets that intense up there, but down here, like they they take it to a whole now, other level down here. Football's so weird up here because I mean there is college football, but it's not like. It's not the way that it is in the South and in other parts of, of the country. Like my cousin in Arkansas was always so into the Razorbacks. Like that was that was his thing. But I guess it's because like we have the New England Patriots and it's it's the one big team for all of New England. And they were a very good team for a long time. So I feel like that's what everybody was focused on. Mm-hmm. But now that sports betting is legal in Massachusetts, people are now really, really taking a huge interest in college football because – you got to bet on every every fucking thing that you can. Um, but yeah, we don't we don't get it that way. We don't get that school spirit kind of vibe going on up here. It's just all for the money. It's, it's all, all for the, the money. It's all for it's the, all the dollar the dollar bills, y'all. Yeah, that's that's disappointing. I um because I think number one, I hate sports betting with the passion. Yeah. Like I don't, I'm not. I hate the fact that it's online now. Um, I think I've even talked about this on the podcast before of how like just absolutely disgusting I find sports gambling and gambling in general um and not to say like it's not a casual pastime or whatever but it's just typically marketed to like the most vulnerable people mm-hmm. of our society mm-hmm. and like turning that money into you know just putting that money back into the hands of like rich people is just really annoying to me and then having it be so easy online is just really really gross yeah. um it's dangerous it's also like i've been to even without betting um the football down here gets so serious that like I've been to LSU parties. Like I used to go to LSU parties all the time because it was guaranteed like free beer and nobody's charging. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like it's just, a, yeah. it's a, I don't have to watch the game. I can pretend I'm into LSU for a little while and then just like go drink the free beer and then go do something else. Um, but it would get to a point where like people were getting like really, really intense banging on the fucking table and all this stuff. And I remember one time this happening and just looking around and realizing that of the 12 people sitting on this porch watching this football game, like Autumn was the only one that had been to the fucking school and just going like, <laughs> you know, this is so fucking ridiculous. Like, why are we even doing yeah. this? Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just, I don't know, man. Like it just gets so intense and, and heavy that I just, I don't know. I just find the whole thing kind of off putting now. Yeah. I don't know. Except for the drum battles. Except for the drum battles, which they don't actually really show on TV. Like you have to like, go seek those out, right? Like that's the shit that I, I really yeah, want to Yeah, because you got to watch commercials about sports betting. Yeah. Uh, I don't know why I'm angry about this. I'm angry about stuff gotta, today, Chris. Got to be angry about something. I can be angry about X-Files, though. We probably... Uh, Let's do it. Let's kick it. Is this an angry episode? Uh, it could be, man. It could be. It could be a fuck you Friday episode. Kind of Whoa, episode. all right. Let's do it. I mean, it's Wednesday, but it's basically Friday in some place. It's, it's you know? Friday somewhere, my, my friend. I, um, it's been a while since I have uh, watched this episode, too, so this will be kind of interesting. It'll be a goofy one. This is one that he has a um, big, big booby Bigfoot. Big booby Bigfoot. Yeah, absolutely. Already getting off to a good start with the Jersey <laughs> Devil. <laughs>
There once was a couple in 1961 who saw a white star and thought it was the one. They stopped the car to get out and see, but they only saw black uniforms and black caps for company. The wife had nightmares and the husband said he was prodded by these beings they claimed they saw, but even then the whole thing was rotted. One said they had their mouths, the other said they wouldn't shut up. You have to dream in order to believe. And aren't dreams just making stuff up?